Welcome to Weekly Insights at Winthrop Capital Management, where we discuss recent developments currently shaping the markets and industries in the global economy. Here's your host, Chief Investment Officer, Greg Hahn. Hey, good morning, everybody. I am Greg Hahn, President and Chief Investment Officer for Winthrop Capital Management, and with me in the studio today, Amy Anderson, Production Coordinator. Good morning, Amy. Good morning, Greg. And Adam Coons. Adam, how are you? I'm good. Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, but more importantly, did you, so did your team win the Super Bowl yesterday? Sure. Did you? <laughs> I, I, had, I had no accident. Me either, yeah. Um, did you have a favorite commercial? You know, admittedly, I didn't really watch any of it. Oh, okay. I, I tuned in for the halftime show, but uh, I had the kids, and so we were doing some other stuff. And All right. Well, I, 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 my favorite was Dr. Evil. I'm just going to put it out there. Big Austin Powers fan. Um, what did you think of the halftime show? You know, it was, it was fine. <laughs> so I'm still stunned that back, I think, you know, the old days, they'd pay the entertainer to do the show. And today, the entertainer pays the right. NFL yes. to yep. do it. So <laughs> I think Dr. Dre paid up. Yeah. It's good advertising. Well, let's talk about capital markets and what is going on in this market today. And so um, let me help paint a context, and we'll talk a little bit about some earnings from last week. But um, so this, so, so there's a tug of war going on right now in, in the marketplace. So we see uh, elevated inflation, and the inflation number that we saw last week was running, annual inflation was running near 7.5%, which we have not seen in 40 years. So you got to go back to 1980 when Captain and Tennille and Air Supply were still <laughs> making music. And so that's a, I mean, I think it was from nine to five was the big movie or yeah. something like that. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> there you go. Yep. I still have my clothes from then. But so you have to go back. And, and so back then uh, we're coming off the, the whole decade of the 1970s was a buildup in inflation. So the contrast today is we don't have a decade of inflation. We have a decade of very, very low inflation, yep. low interest rates. But the decade of the 70s was really trying to navigate the uh, um, the spend, the big government spend of the 1960s. So there's a contrast that's taking place in the, in the markets today. We've got this accelerated inflation, but we don't think it's going to be like it was back in the 1980s. However, the, the, the concerning piece of it is the fiscal shape of the U.S. government. So back in the 1980s, the debt-to-GDP ratio was, you know, was below 35%. Today, we're, what, 120% debt? Yeah. To, we've come off a huge government spend. So lessons learned over the last 40 years was when you get into f- financial issues, you just you stimulate. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, we are not in, in the position we were from a fiscal standpoint to pivot. And that'll have an impact when we talk about some of these geopolitical issues. So our, our government spend is a little bit constrained um, just based on what we've done over the last, really the last two years, but it's been really since the financial crisis the last 15 years. So um, with that, we've got this this issue. Um, To cut to the chase, I think though, the theme that we've got is that earnings, earnings surprises will be to the downside in 2022. And that has to do with rising uh, inflation, wide, rising wage costs, rising raw material costs, the impact on margins, and then the uncertainty on top line, yeah. the, the top line. So I think that as we kind of talk through some of the uh, earnings issues that we've had over the last couple of weeks, that's kind of the theme that, that we'll hit. So with that, let's talk about some of those earnings. 
Yeah. So obviously last week, uh, market was down again. Part of that was um, the CPI print. Part of it was Russia. Uh, but the S&P 500 now is down 7% uh, year to date. And the NASDAQ is down uh, almost 13% year to date. So uh, still, you know, a market that's uh, negative for the year. And, and a large part of that is due to earnings and some misses and some misses on forecast. Um, when you look at outright beats, it's actually 80% of the S&P 500 that's reported has beaten their revenue and earnings expectations. The problem has been, you noted on, on both, is what is that forward expectation and then how are they able to pass costs along to consumers? You saw last week Chipotle released earnings mm-hmm. um, and the stock was up pretty big and that was because they showed they were able to push the price increases on to consumers. But you've seen other earnings where they haven't been able to and those are the ones that are feeling the pain. Um, Pfizer released last week. Um, pretty good earnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, revenue was uh, almost $24 billion, uh, which was light of expectations. Uh, COVID pill uh, contributed $76 million. Uh, so, you know, contingency vaccines and boosters are, are helping uh, Pfizer along. Um, they expect $100 billion in sales in 2022. So that's uh, earnings of 640 so, you know, COVID is definitely pushing Pfizer, um, but because it, their revenue did still fall short, uh, the stock was down 4%, and in large part, that was also due to forecast. So that's that's one company where you saw uh, just you know, where the miss impacted them. And then on the other side, you had Disney, which was better than expected. Um, but once again, stock was down. So, you know, it's um, the, the media produced... Uh, Fourteen and a half billion in revenue, and parks were uh, seven point two uh, billion in revenue, uh, which is pretty much right in line. Um, but parks are doing better than expected, uh, so you are seeing people get back out there and, and willing to to go out. Uh, I think that's also helped by the fact that the parks are primarily in Florida, so <laughs> right, <laughs> which is more open. But uh, overall, Disney looked pretty strong. I think that where the struggle is coming on the media side, they haven't had the big releases that have been successful. Um, Conversely, where Netflix is having more success in what they're releasing. So, <laughs> love to talk about that. My watch list is growing. Is it? <laughs> yes. I did get through Red Notice. So okay. yeah, it's just it's just I think you know it, we're going to see this ebb and flow with uh, with Disney is what they release is either going to be extremely popular like the the Avengers or you know sometimes it's going to fall flat. I think we're just in that time period. So you're, you're seeing that flow through, but overall, uh, still a stock we like. Uh, you know, very cheap. Relative to the S and P five hundred, and and still showing strong growth, so uh, kind of using this this pullback as a opportunity. So, what do we got left from an range standpoint? So, you know, we're, we're basically midway through, but we got all of the the big tech last week. So, what we got coming up is a lot of the consumer names. We got Costco, Walmart. Yeah. Um, we do have uh, Borg, Warner, and Nvidia this week. So, just kind of a few stragglers, but overall, the the big ones are going to be the consumer stocks. So the financials were we've had those those, yep. were, those were mixed. Yeah, it was, it was um, there was some bright spots, but also some um, some uh, margin issues with capital market. Right, yeah, trade, Goldman, tra- yeah, big trading, yeah, big issue there with spending too much money. Um, in the the uh, in the big tech, so we've we've dealt with the meta issue and um, with with Facebook's poor guidance and, and right. results. So, and the the question on that was that a kitchen sink type of right. earnings release where they just threw everything in, in there and then they've paved away. And I think our conclusion there was that it's still not investable with all the spend on the 
on the uh, right. meta universe. Yeah, too many unknowns. Right, and so without a product to really show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although they had a pretty good ad for the during the did they <laughs> during the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tech tech earnings were um, definitely mixed. It I don't I can't think of one earnings that was just right up the middle. It was either you know you had Alphabet beating and up 10%, Amazon beating up 10% or you missed and you were down 20% like, like meta. Um, so it was, like I said, I, I can't think of a single tech stock that just kind of released. It was just flat. Well, let's shift to the bond market because we just hit 2% on the 10 year. We did. So what does that mean for valuations and what, what, what can investors expect going forward now with fixed income? Yeah. So, you know, that it, <laughs> all it took was inflation of seven and a half percent and the fed, <laughs> Talking about aggressive tightening for us to finally hit two percent, but uh, you know the flow through obvious is is into valuations because the 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 big reason the analysts are giving uh, that we have these extended valuations, especially across tech, um, is because of the low interest rates. So you've seen as interest rates have have gone up and they've gone up quite a bit this year, uh, that has led to the sell off in in a lot of the tech names. Specifically, tech names where cash flows are you know more long term driven. Where right now they're investing and there's not really any free cash flow. Earnings are probably negative, so you're really banking on uh, long term growth. When you plug in a higher interest rate into a any sort of cash flow model, uh, that's going to change the the valuation pretty dramatically. So that that's really led to the sell off, and you, and you see that when you look at the Nasdaq is. The, the big tech names have really held in there relative to the S&P 500. The ones that are down big are the ones, like I said, that, that had negative earnings. Um, so you're seeing those smaller cap tech names down, you know, 40 and 50% year to date. So interest rates are having an effect. Um, and then obviously, when we're talking about long-term effects, you're seeing mortgage rates start to increase. Um, so, so those will definitely have an impact on a uh, on the housing here coming up. So interest rates do matter, uh, but we'll just see it. 2% still is historically a pretty low number. So let's, we'll, we'll leave it with this, this thought, but when you go back to 1980, I'm going to close with 1980 again, but uh, so back then we weren't, the fed wasn't targeting fed funds. The fed was targeting money supply measured by M2. The result though, was that you'd see these dramatic swings in the fed funds rate. So it wasn't uncommon to see 300 basis points movement in, um, in one quarter yeah. in Fed funds, I, the, I don't think the capital markets today are, are, are nowhere near used to that because right. the Fed has literally taught investors that they move in 25 basis yep. point increments. So 50, potential for 50 in, in March is extreme. Yeah, um, But that those movements back in 1980 were just from a context. Uh, CPI had peaked in 1975 at over 12%. And then it started to decline. And then we saw this late 1970s push where CPI just started to, to grow again because the Fed was just trying to deal with the marginal issue, the near-term solution, and not the uh, systemic yeah. issue of inflation. I think that's the risk that, that this Fed has, is if we do have systemic inflation, the tendency is going to deal for the near-term solution, try to, at the margin, address it, and then let, let rates stabilize because this economy can't handle the, the and, and I think it's a big risk for investors is a, a move up, significant move up in rates. So right. It'll force a recession again. It would. With that, thank you guys for listening and we'll talk with you through the week. All investments are subject to risk, including the possible loss of the money you invest. The information presented in this podcast is intended for educational purposes only 
and does not take into consideration your personal circumstances or other factors that may be important in making investment decisions. You may access and download this podcast only for your personal and non-commercial use. You may not use it in any other manner or for any other purpose without Winthrop's written permission. Copyright 2020, Winthrop Capital Management, LLC. All rights reserved.